Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shones. Today we have the third and final installment, the story of Hansel and Gretel. We left off with the children first meeting the ancient dame in this telling of the story, but as we'll find out soon and as we all already know, she's a witch. And this old witch in the forest means nothing good for Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel were so terrified that they let what they had in their hands fall. But the old woman shook her head and said, Oh, ho, you dear children, who led you here? Just come in and stay with me, no ill shall befall you. She took them both by the hand and led them into the house and laid a most sumptuous dinner before them, milk and sugared pancakes with apples and nuts. After they had finished, two beautiful little white beds were prepared for them, and when Hansel and Gretel lay down in them, they felt as if they had got into heaven. The old woman had appeared to be most friendly, but she was really an old witch who had waylaid the children and had only built the little bread house in order to lure them in. When anyone came into her power, she killed, cooked, and ate him, and held a regular feast day for the occasion. No witches have red eyes and cannot see far, but like beasts they have a keen sense of smell, and know when human beings pass by. When Hansel and Gretel fell into her hands, she laughed maliciously and said jeeringly, I've got them now, they shan't escape me. Early in the morning, before the children were awake, she rose up, and when she saw them both sleeping so peacefully, with their round, rosy cheeks, she muttered to herself, That'll be a dainty bite. Then she seized Hansel with her bony hand and carried him into a little stable and barred the door on him. He might scream as much as he liked, it did him no good. Then she went to Gretel, shook her till she awoke, and cried, Get up, you lazy bones. Fetch water and cook something for your brother. When he's fat, I'll eat him up. Gretel began to cry bitterly, but it was of no use. She had to do what the wicked witch bade her. So the best food was cooked for poor Hansel, but Gretel got nothing but crab shells. Every morning the old woman hobbled out to the stable and cried, Hansel, put out your finger that I may feel if you are getting fat. But Hansel always stretched out a bone, and the old dame, whose eyes were dim, couldn't see it, and always, thinking it was Hansel's finger, wondered why he fattened so slowly. When four weeks passed and Hansel still remained thin, she lost patience and determined to wait no longer. Hi, Gretel, she called to the girl. Be quick and get some water. Hansel may be fat or thin. I'm going to kill him tomorrow and cook him. Oh, how the poor little sister sobbed as she carried the water and how the tears rolled down her cheeks. Kind heaven, help us now, she cried. If only the wild beasts in the wood had eaten us, then at least we should have died together. Just hold your peace, said the old hag. It won't help you. Early in the morning, Gretel had to go out and hang up the kettle full of water and light the fire. First, we'll bake, said the old dame. I've heated the oven already and kneaded the dough. She pushed Gretel out to the oven, from which fiery flames were already issuing. Creep in, said the witch, and see if it's properly heated so we can shove in the bread. For when she had got Gretel in, she meant to close the oven and let the girl bake, that she might eat her up too. But Gretel perceived her intention and spoke. I don't know how I'm to do it. How do I get in? You silly goose, said the hag. 
The opening is big enough. See, I could get in myself. And she crawled towards it and poked her head into the oven. Then Gretel gave her a shove that sent her right in, shut the iron door, and drew the bolt. Gracious how she yelled. It was quite horrible, but Gretel fled, and the wretched old woman was left to perish miserably. Gretel flew straight to Hansel, opened the little stable door, and cried, Hansel, we are free. The old witch is dead. Then Hansel sprang like a bird out of a cage when the door is opened. How they rejoiced and fell on each other's necks and jumped for joy and kissed one another. And as they no longer had any cause for fear, they went into the old hag's house, and there they found in every corner of the room boxes with pearls and precious stones. These are even better than pebbles, said Hansel, and crammed his pockets full of them. And Gretel said, I too will bring something home and she filled her apron full. But now, said Hansel, let's go and get well away from the witch's wood. When they had wandered about for some hours, they came to a big lake. We can't get over, said Hansel. I see no bridge of any sort or kind. Yes, and there's no ferry boat either, answered Gretel. But look, there swims a white duck. If I ask her, she'll help us over. And she called out, Here are two children, mournful very, seeing neither bridge nor ferry. Take us upon your white back and row us over, quack, quack. The duck swam towards them, and Hansel got on her back and bade his little sister sit beside him. No, answered Gretel. We should be too heavy a load for the duck. She shall carry us across separately. The good bird did this, and when they were landed safely on the other side and had gone on for a while, the wood became more and more familiar to them, and at length, they saw their father's house in the distance. Then they set off to run, and bounding into the room fell on their father's neck. The man had not passed a happy hour since he had left them in the wood, but the woman had died. Gretel shook out her apron so that the pearls and precious stones rolled about the room, and Hansel threw down one handful after the other out of his pocket. Thus all their troubles were ended, and they all lived happily ever afterwards. My story is done. See, there runs a little mouse. Anyone who catches it may make himself a large fur cap out of it. And that is the end of Hansel and Gretel. And I do love how the story really picks up steam in the third act, doesn't it? This is Dan Scholes for The Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Threads and Instagram at Folktale Project. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for listening.